This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Wow, is the eighth verse of the seventh chapter a miracle verse? (laughs) And clearly, you know, this one is so holy in a way I, I almost feel like my muddy boots. I shouldn't be tromping around in it and... But I get an opportunity to do that with you. And I, so, wow, I, the way I'm going to read this in English, you won't find this translation anywhere, but I have to translate it this way because I'm f- fully certain that it has to do with this. And again, what all it has to do with, we'll just have to unpack as we go through this. So it reads in English, I said, I will go up to the palm tree. I will take hold of the thorns thereof. Now also thy breast shall be as clusters of the vine and the smell of thy nose like apples. So again, the place that I'm translating it differently than anywhere you'll find it or any commentary you'll find on it, I can't help but do it though because it's so clearly that way. It says that he'll take hold of the thorns thereof. That word bows or thorns, boughs, however you want to say it, you know, Clearly, um, one thing you can say about date palms is they have some nasty thorns. And when you look at this word in Hebrew, you can see that it is very, very, very similar to the word Sinai, which is the mountain of thorns (laughs) that where the Jews got the law, which there's much written on all that as to why Sinai is, is called the mountain of thorns. But when you look at this word in Hebrew, if you don't see Sinai written all over it, I mean, you're just not looking at the word. I mean, it's S-A-N-S-I-N-N-I-M. It's, it's very, very, very close to the idea of sin, which that, that was the wilderness of sin. That's not sin like you're thinking of, but the wilderness of sin and then Sinai, both in the word and both have to do with thorns. And, and so... You know, it's fascinating to me that as I was processing this, I I was processing this verse actually all the way through the boot camp and praying over it and thinking about these words and how they come together after the word thorns or, you know, that he had just taken hold of. Then there is an I am statement because it says, and I will become or it shall be. But that same word is the word that, you know, when Moses asked God what his name was, that Haya word, that, that yud hey, um, in this case, yud hey. In, in other words, there's a yud, and then there's a hey, and then there's a yud. And actually, the way it's written, the way that Solomon wrote it was above. So you got a continuation of this idea of becoming. You know, and I've heard, you may have heard me teach before that what God said was, I am what I'm becoming, and here he's saying, I am becoming the vine, right? It's exactly what he says. (laughs) I'll take hold of thy, you know, of of the thorns, and then thy breasts are going to be as clusters of the vine, and so you can't help but see that this is I am the vine kind of statement, and that vine being your breast. In other words, those um, that are going to bear fruit. And amazingly, you know, Rashi, when he um, gave his commentary on this verse, he said that these dates pour forth liquid that from which the nations eat from. 
And, and I think that's absolutely the case, however you want to interpret these things. But I just want to share something that I think is absolutely amazing. And you're just going to have to, um, I don't know, you may not, you know, you might find it hard to grasp what I'm going to say, but just know that I believe completely what I'm saying, okay? And you may have heard me say before that I often, since that time I had the experience with prayer that I saw Jesus and he had me look at my life and and then he began to show me his glory. And since that time, I can see his glory at times, especially in prayer. And especially when I'm with a band of brothers or a group that is praying, can I see his glory? And I see certain things in the, in the form of a vision through his glory and very beautiful technicolor, so to speak, and colors that you, I don't think you see in this world. They're just spectacular colors that I see in my spirit as I am listening to other people pray. And so what happened was, as I was praying at this boot camp, um, you know, myself, the morning I was to give the beauty talk, which I was giving the talk on the Song of Solomon to some extent, I'd gone into this way of giving this talk with delivering some of the lines along with some of the lines of the Song of Solomon. And so as I had prayed about that, I was going to give a very um, life-giving talk that, from my standpoint you know how I came out of how I came out of a pornography addiction, and through that, you know, through the Song of Solomon, you know, I then asked, you know, other people, obviously in the audience, to, to you know, we went into prayer, and we all need, you know, freedom from sexual sin, obviously, and so I asked them to take cards and write out, you know, what their greatest hope would be to overcome sexual sin, and so. You know, wonderfully, most everybody filled out a card and turned it into Danny, one of our guys. And that night, we prayed over all those cards, over those cards that had to do with sexual sin. So as we were praying over these cards, um, all of a sudden I began to see his glory in a color that I had never really seen before. And as I was looking at it, I realized that what was going forth were these thorns. I mean, that's the best way to put it. And I knew God was telling me, Jesus was telling me, that he was grabbing hold of these thorns. <laughs> and as I thought about that, it just kind of, you know, struck me as like, why am I seeing these thorns? You know, why is Jesus taking hold of these thorns? Well, as I've told you already, um, yesterday in yesterday's episode, my, my brother had this remarkable salvation experience um, as a result of the next couple days. And, and when you think about Jesus, you know, climbing the palm tree, now it's it's no <laughs> accident at all, obviously, that Jesus was crucified on a tree. And it's also no accident that, you know, the palms that you use on Palm Sunday are that from a date palm, okay? And and, and so this idea of the crown of thorns that, that, that clearly was on that tree. I believe all these things are very much connected, and that's why I say I know I'm treading around in, in muddy boots. But what I totally feel like is as he sees us and he decides to essentially climb up onto that tree and grab hold of those thorns that we could be made truly right and so that we can truly be fruitful. And here's the idea. As we are, and the whole idea of the het the eighth verse, right, that this is, 
is the idea of union, of being, of Jesus being your portion, the idea of communion. All those things have to do with that letter het. And so when you think about what he's saying here is we have become united, and now because I have taken on these thorns, now you are going to have breasts that are dripping, you know, like the vine, like you are the vine. You know, you become part of the vine. And to me, you know, it's the whole reason that I began to look at the Song of Solomon Heroes, I was trying to understand these statutes. But the thing of it is, is, is God takes a hold of us, as he takes a hold of our thorns, right? And, and what he does is he makes, he, he's taking the curse of the thorns and he's turning it into fruitfulness. And, and actually, when you think about it, it is through the thorns that I had, you know, clearly in my flesh that led to my pornography addiction and all that, that I was able to be fruitful because people could see the freedom that I had received through Christ, through him taking hold of my thorns in this area, and it gives them the hope that they can have freedom in this area as well. And again, <laughs> I know you're going to have to stretch to get here because you won't find another reference to it, but I promise you, if you just go and look in a concordance, look at the letters that are in this word that Solomon used here that I am translating thorns that would be translated branches or or boughs in other translations. If you look at that word and you look at the word Sinai or you look at the desert of sin, you're going to see that it's a samic and a nun that makes sin, and it's a samic and a yud and a nun that that is the word Sinai. So you know these these letters are repeated twice in this word. Okay, <laughs> so. You know, to me, it's clear, clear, clear that this has to do with thorns, and this has to do with him taking hold of thorns. I mean, that word that that is, um, I'm going to take hold of these thorns, and, and then, and then there's an I am statement. Again, I'm repeating that he says I am that something is going to become something, and what he says is your breasts are going to become the vine right? And what an amazing, beautiful picture of how, you know, that fruit that he's given us, right? Apart from us, you can do nothing. That is, as we grow in communion with him, that, oh my goodness, because of what he did, because he took hold of the thorns, then that makes us fruitful. And that fruit, oh, is so sweet. (laughs) When you get to experience people that you love come into Christ, I mean, I can't even tell you the sweetness of my brother telling me this story yesterday of how he came to faith and the story of his grandson saying he wanted to see a black bear and right after he'd had this experience of crying and all the stuff that often comes with salvation as they're driving back from Tennessee, what crosses their path but this black bear is just God's way of winking at them saying, oh, yeah, it's real. This is all real. It's just like, the, you know, from my standpoint, Mark telling me this story is winking at me, telling me, Robbie, what you saw with me grabbing hold of those thorns, it's real. It's all real. And therein lies our opportunity for faith as we light up each other with stories that that seem unbelievable, but God always winks in these stories to tell us, oh yeah, it's real. Thanks for listening.